Now here's former Hollywood actress Tina Griffin back with more behind-the-scenes info on the Counterculture Mom Show. Any believer that looks at today's headline news and sees the events happening around the globe can easily detect that we are in the end times. I'm talking the 11th hour end times. With me today is a bold public speaker and frequent guest on numerous TV shows who has dedicated his life to biblical eschatology and apologetics after witnessing the events of 9-11 while living in Manhattan. With me right now, we have writer, director, producer of Ingenuity Films, Brent Miller Jr. Brent, thank you so much for joining us on the program today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Tina. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Topics like this end times. I mean, while we're recording, Christ could come back. So, I mean, this is just exciting times we're living in. Yeah. Amen. It's just, it's just wild. For people that aren't familiar with who you are and what you've been working on, you are the writer and director for the number one best-selling docudramas, The Coming Convergence and Before the Wrath, narrated by dear friend Kevin Sorbo. You and your team also sent this to me in the mail here, Decoding the Future. I cannot wait to watch all eight DVDs. And uh, who knows what happens? Maybe I'll be in disc five and we're out of here. But in addition to being an executive member at Ingenuity Films, you manage the entire production life cycle for each film. Brent, I know you're busy in the production world. Thank you for jumping on the program today. How did you even get involved in filmmaking? How did that happen for you? Um, if you would have told me I'd be a film director you know, 10 years ago, I would have said you're crazy. But that, that's often how the Lord works in our lives. He calls us to do what he needs us to do to glorify him. And, and you, you never know what direction that's going to be. Um, it, it began back when I lived in, in Manhattan. I worked for MTV Networks and a couple of other Fortune 100s. And I was two blocks away from the Twin Towers when the first plane hit on the morning of 9-11. And uh, I I was not a Christian when I lived in New York. Everything was about success and career and, and, you know, obtaining what the world can offer. Um, But that day just uh, uh, woke me up for the first time in my life to question what is the meaning of life. And, And, of course, there was a lot of sensationalized news around that event of, uh, you know, Bible prophecy and Nostradamus and just all sorts of wild stuff. You know, the first time many Americans, especially young Americans, were hearing about, you know, uh, it, it, radical Islamists and, and everything else. And so it was very religious based. Everything was going on. And so it led me to question, why why is this happening? Why, is, is there any religious truth out there? Is And uh, and honestly, it took years. Uh, it, it triggered a journey where I, I needed to know the truth about all of this. And uh, uh, over several years, I studied all different religions. Um, and, uh, and of course, you know, the, uh, a, a biblical validity, Bible prophecy, which was being very sens- sensationalized. I mean, it always is, uh, especially yes. these days. And uh, it led me to the conclusion that the Bible is 100% valid, historically valid, prophetically valid. So I, I didn't find Christ through an emotional experience. But what, once you receive Christ, that emotion comes later. You're, you're very affected by the word as you're led by him. But I came to the rational conclusion that the Bible absolutely has to be true. And from somebody who comes from a very, you know, had a very secular background, a very secular mindset, I feel as though the journey that I took that led me to Christ is exactly what much of the non-believing world needs to hear the proof, the evidence, the rational deduction to also lead them to the conclusion that I have. So I became a filmmaker, quite frankly, out of necessity to be able to show people what I've discovered. 
Brent, if you could, I don't know if people can see my arm. They probably can't. I have goosebumps on my arms, my legs from what you said. Living in Hollywood for a decade, I went out there as a Christian. I gave my life to the Lord at the age of 16. I went out to LA, did film and TV for a decade. So I already had the biblical basis of truth. I knew who Christ was. And Jesus basically said, you're an undercover FBI agent. Get out there, learn the truth and expose the enemy. So I had that. Knowing full well what MTV was all about, I had no clue that you were involved with MTV. Unbelievable the change from MTV-geared mentality and messages to where God took you through the 9-11 experience. Can you give us a glimpse of what did your coworkers say? Did you one day go to MTV and say, hey, I'm out of here. I, I believe in Jesus and I'm out. Like, What was the progression of you getting out of the secular world and now into biblical focus on your giftings and talents with film. Yeah, I mean, I'm living proof that God continues to raise the dead. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> because uh, uh, definitely I can relate to the non-believing world and, and, and what they're going through. I have a passion and a heart for them, which is why we started Ingenuity Films. But, uh, uh, but, but after 9-11, I ended up leaving MTV Networks while I was continuing to do much of my research. So... I, I didn't uh, receive Christ until several years later uh, after that, but, uh, but but definitely to the people, the business partners of my life, even after the fact, it, it was a pretty big shock where all of a sudden I'm speaking, speaking to them about biblical eschatology, telling them we're no longer going to be working with secular clients or contracts that you know we're moving forward with, with capital and a Christian faith-based film company, talking about a topic that, quite frankly, most people in the world don't want to hear. I mean, it, it, it sounds like the worst business plan anybody could come up with. Uh -huh. uh, but, but since then, Ingenuity Films has become one of the fastest growing faith-based studios in, in the U.S., and we have three number one commercial hits and counting. So that the Lord has very clearly anointed and, and blessed this effort. Praise the Lord. Okay. The neat thing is, you know how to reach the lost because you were in, even in a Hollywood aspect, film and TV, New York aspect, you know how to reach the influencers that mm -hmm. have a major influence over millions of people. So that's a really neat background you've got. How did you come up with the name Ingenuity Films? Uh, quite frankly, I think it was just laid on our heart by the Lord. I don't know, <laughs> but, but I mean, it, it's because I believe we, we tackle how we present information biblically in a very different way. And we, we rest a lot on the teachings of, of Paul. Uh, you know, when he, he was the, the apostle to the Gentiles, uh, you know, why uh, be as wise as a serpent, gentle as a dove, you know, speaking in Athens about the unnamed God. Uh, Paul understood the non-believing world in a way that none of the other disciples did. And so because uh, of where he was born and his background theologically, he understood various cultures, especially pagan culture. So he, he spoke to the common ground that he knew he could establish with so many of these pagan cultures. And I think that's something that the church today has, they've, lo they've lost the art of doing that. Uh, they've lost the use of apologetics. Like I'm, I'm huge on apologetics, uh, which is why we we talk about prophecy so much because it has to do with statistical probabilities, and it, it's fascinating the deeper you you dive into it. Um, and so, like Paul, we're reaching out to the non-believing world uh, where they are at, uh, where they can't relate to the church, but they they could relate to somebody who's been where they have been.
You are so right on point with that. And I was just going to ask you about that more in detail. I, a lot of people are afraid to step into a church. And frankly, what I'm getting from younger people is that churches are not addressing the very topics they want addressed in church. So teens and, and tweens and even college age people are telling me, I'm not interested in going to church. They're not giving me the information that I'm seeking. Your films give them that. You are feeding a huge, huge need even among the younger generation. Can you go into a little more detail about why your films contain so many references to Bible prophecy? I find that fascinating. Yeah, um, and, and that's something that, that was kind of unexpected uh, for me as well. I mean, we're not sensationalists when it comes to Bible prophecy, but, but I believe that because 27%, it's debated, but roughly 27% of biblical scripture, Old and New Testament, is founded upon prophecy. There's some kind of prophecy woven into it. And that, that's a huge percentage for the Bible. And the Bible also, the way it presents prophecy is unlike any other religious text, if you will, uh, in the world. There's nothing like it that exists. And I believe without a doubt that prophecy exists in the Bible for God to prove that he is God. It's as simple as that. Uh, he doesn't require the world to simply have blind faith. He gives you the tools and the history and the means to prove that he is who he says he is. And we see that uh, even all throughout the gospel. Um, you, know, you, you have Doubting Thomas, where after the resurrection, Christ says, look at the holes in, in my palm, see for yourself. I will show you anything you need to see so that you will believe. So it's incredible that we have a God who is so loving and so willing to show us the evidence we need. And that's why prophecy exists. And it's interesting you bring up younger younger generations because I've heard over and over again when, when debating and discussing biblical validity with all these younger generations, the number one reason they say they don't believe is because there's no evidence, there's no proof. They said, so, you know, that's why it's great for you that you believe that. It's a great emotional experience for you, but there's nothing that proves to me that this is absolutely real. Now, of course, that's a lie. Right. So, right. Uh, so Bible prophecy truly, when looked through the proper lens uh, of, of statistical probability, historical relevance, is so life-changing that if you genuinely study it, um, it w with sound theology, it truly is life-changing. It brings you to the point that where, where no matter who you are, you have to admit, wow, there, there's <laughs> there's things going on here that I can't explain, you know, by, by I can't explain away. And so that's truly the foundation to bring somebody to the truth of biblical validity. And that's why it's so disheartening that even though 27% of the scriptures contain prophecy, mm -hmm. uh, in, in our most recent film, Before the Wrath, with Kevin Sorbo, we were working uh, with a, um, it was a Lifeway Research and uh, discovered that on any given Sunday, only 2% of sermons contained any passage or book of Bible prophecy. Well, that doesn't add up. Even you know, if you roll the dice on that, at least one out of three sermons is going to contain something prophetic. So that means churches are deliberately marginalizing anything to do with prophecy. So, you know, you, you, you get a great theological message, maybe some great hermeneutics in there, but churches today are removing the very thing that could be the most powerful tool to prove the Bible is real to these younger generations. So who can blame them for saying that there's no proof? I, man, do you have me on fire on the inside right now? You are absolutely correct. That is the most exciting thing is Bible prophecy because it does also show there's proof that the Bible is true 
Jesus is who he says he is. And so what I've been doing the last couple of decades speaking, I would tell teens what, you know, I would ask them, I would ask teens, what do you believe? They would tell me, I said, how can you prove that? And they can't. If they don't right. believe in the Lord and they believe in, you know, the fact that the, uh, I, I mean, like they came from a rock at the whole evolution aspect. I'm like, prove that they can't. So it's like the argument that non-believers, especially that the teachers and the college professors trying to break apart or tear down the Christian faith of these students that they're using to say that we're off base. I'm telling students, have them prove that what they're saying is accurate because they can't right. and use the same argument back their, their direction. Pastors, if you're tuning in right now, people tuning in, if you go to a church that doesn't talk about prophecy, Brent, what are some things you could tell them right now to ask their pastors to start teaching on and the reason they should start doing it? In fact, we address this very topic in the film Before the Wrath, which, by the way, was one of the top selling Christian films for most of 2020 and one of the top docudramas for 2020 as well. I mean, it was on on shelves at Walmart. It was released in over 100 theaters in South Korea. It was it, it just it was a much larger hit than, quite frankly, we had anticipated. And I think is because it it struck a vein specifically with pastors because it addresses these statistics and addresses these issues when it comes to end times prophecy and and the return of Christ in general, the general state of the church. Um, and, uh, and uh, you know, film is a powerful medium, which is why we do this through film. Uh, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. And so we have encouraged pastors to take a film like Before the Wrath, uh, which is set not on sensational eschatology, but sound theology sound doctrine, rational discussion, and it features um, uh, people like Jan Markell, mm -hmm. uh, Jack Hibbs, uh, and, and so many others, Lifeway Research in there, who, who genuinely give an argument about how, why Christ is coming back, which has been genuinely life-changing. So we've been asking pastors to take this film, uh, no license required, show it for free to your congregation, wow. generate that discussion so you can get on the same so, you know, overlapping territory with your congregation about Bible prophecy and the return of Christ in a way that pastors aren't going to feel is going to lead to division. or, or And that's their fear. It's going to be divisive. There's so many different opinions out there. But this is definitely a film that will not be divisive uh, for your congregation and will will trigger that that needed discussion again. I should have you on for two hours. This this is so interesting to me. I was just going to ask you, why do you think pastors are afraid to address these topics? You addressed that. The sad thing is so many people that are reaching out to our ministry, personally, just from talking from our perspective, they are dying to get that information. I think that's why we saw such skyrocketing rates of people getting your film, watching your film, sharing about your film, talking about your film, because you are hitting a major critical topic that many people are wanting addressed. It's just hard for them to get it. Excellent, excellent thoughts on this. And you are the right person, right man for the job because of even your background. You know how to address these issues with people that are lost and are the influencers around the globe when it comes to film and TV. Unreal. Okay, tell us about your latest film, Before the Wrath, narrated by Kevin Sorbo. Any other info as far as what you learned in the production process, any feedback from people you could share that have seen your movie and was life-changing for them. Give us some dirt on that. How were lives changed as a result of watching your movie? 
Yeah, the the success of Before the Wrath and the impact that it's had on on lives all over the world was absolutely unprecedented. We weren't prepared for it. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, just a quick little background, uh, Before the Wrath was supposed to release in spring of 2019. Uh, but because of a series of events completely outside of our hands, it was delayed for a whole year. And this was, we, we, we put a significant amount of, of production capital into this. And uh, we, we, as a crew, as, as a team, were beginning to become very concerned that you know, this thing's having so many problems. Is it not going to come out? Are we going to miss our, our, our window? We had to cancel a, a Fathom events. We, they reached out to us and we were going to schedule a whole nationwide Fathom event here in the U.S. And we had to end up passing on that because just the, the, the timetable wasn't working out. And so it ended up releasing in spring, uh, it's just specifically April of 2020, oh, about a week or two before the national COVID lockdown. And so we had just squeezed into all the new release categories on you know, Voodoo and, and, and Amazon, I mean, every, everywhere uh, worldwide. And uh, for the next couple of months, a lot of studios held back on the release of their film because theaters were shut down. And so Before the Wrath ended up being in the number one sales spot across the board in, in almost every market. Uh, and, and it was an example of the Lord's perfect timing because we had millions of people watching this film that normally would have never given it the time of day. Uh, and it's just, it, it's a testament to, to matter how bad you think a situation is that you, you know, you think it's falling out of control. You know, if you, if you really rely on the Lord's lead, it's probably just falling into place. And I know Jan Markell says that too. He says that, that I want shirts with that phrase on it. You think the world's falling apart when actually the pieces are coming together. I'm yeah, like, Jan, so. that needs to be a t-shirt. I was going to tease her when she's on the show later on this week. Oh no. <laughs> you are so right on. It's God's perfect timing. So many more people saw it. Plus they saw the need to watch it because they started to question everything going on around the globe. Unbelievable. I just had Todd Nettleton on last week. He's in charge of Voice of the Martyrs. Mm. And th this is just a blessing out of COVID, the COVID chaos, what I believe is a pandemic, but what the enemy wants to use for destruction, death, and, and craziness, God is going to use to draw people onto himself and open the eyes of the masses. This is such an exciting time that we're all living in. It blows my mind. Okay, so Todd Nettleton was explaining they had boxes and boxes and crates full of Bibles on, on borders of countries that were hostile that would never let them in the country. He said COVID hit. People were freaking out. These guards left the borders of the countries wide open and Bibles were pouring in. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Wow. What so a blessing. You guys doing exactly what God has called you to do. People tuning in, do exactly what God is calling you to do. And he will open the door at the perfect timing. And then you'll say, now I know why. Now this makes sense. Now it's lining up. Oh, man, is it exciting. We are going to show your trailer now for Before the Wrath so people can get an idea of how exciting this is. So if they haven't seen it, they watch it. If they've seen it, they watch it again and then share with their neighbors and friends and, and relatives who specifically don't know the Lord and also for believers that need encouragement. So here is a trailer for Before the Wrath. As Galileans, we witnessed his first miracle. He warned us that a time of great deception would come. But we must hold on to our faith. That one day he would return to save us from the end of the world. 
most people don't believe that Jesus is coming back. What if there was evidence that proves that this is all real? Because there were so many people bringing up little bits and pieces of this. I'm thinking, there's got to be a pattern here. The Bible talks about it as being a mystery. But why does the rapture have to happen? What's the point to it all? A Galilean would have understood that perfectly. They are the key to everything. I'm just so stunned. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. This is the most profound discovery in human history. From his promise made through wine at the Last Supper, to why the world cannot know the day of his return, we were chosen to preserve the truth until the end of days. So even if we are not spared from death, others can unveil what we knew and believe. This discovery proves that he is coming back. What a phenomenal movie, and it's also such a blessing for us to be used by God. Thank you so much, Brent, for caring so deeply that people learn who Jesus is and place their faith in him. Where can people grab a hold of this movie and watch it immediately? They can go to beforetherath.com right now. Beforetherath.com. You have exclusive movie and book bundles. Can you explain that for everybody tuning in? Absolutely. In fact, the book uh, we only recently made available. So for the past two years, nobody could purchase it. Uh, the book is written by Jay McCarl, which is one of the, the anthropological experts in the film who provides a little more background uh, into the, uh, the culture in the first century and some of the incredible discoveries that are revealed in this film of why Christ has to come back and be a, uh, at the end times. So it, it's a phenomenal read, and it's you know, it's not just the film in book form, but you can learn a lot more about the culture and discoveries that are in the film. Brent, Christ is right around the corner. It is an honor to be connected with you, and thank you so much for answering the call and opening your eyes up to what was really going on when the Twin Towers fell on 9-11 and having that be your wake-up moment in time because of your obedience Millions of people are going to question their faith or lack thereof and be pointed to Jesus and hopefully place their faith in Christ because you, you answered the call uh, 20 years ago. So thank you so much for your service. What an honor and joy to have you on the program today. Yeah, thank you so much. The, the blessing is all mine. I mean, the, the fact that the Lord allows us to do this is just shows his, his mercy and grace that he can you, use us even from the dead to, to bring us into faith and use us to glorify him. And it, it's truly the greatest blessing anybody could, could have in life. And so it's, we're just thankful every day. And I'm very appreciative they had me on the show. So thank you.
No worries. Last quick thought that I have. If people want to invest in your upcoming projects you're working on, donate or jump on board and become a volunteer or work with you, where can they go to get in touch with you for those situations? Yeah, it's actually surprising you should bring that up because for the past three films that we've done, we've never accepted outside investors. Uh, it's always been 100% internally funded. Okay. And uh, we're currently in, in post-production on a new film that was shot on the same set as The Chosen in Texas. Kevin Sorbo is involved again. And oh. we haven't uh, publicly shown the trailer. It's actually going to be released next week. And so the first time we're opening up to outside investors. Um, and in fact, uh, they can just email me directly at brentjr at ingenuityfilms.com. And I can forward them to the proper channels. Brent Jr. at IngenuityFilms.com. That information will be starting this episode. Share this spotlight episode with everybody you know. Grab a hold of that movie, watch it, and be praying for the lost and try to share Jesus with as many people as possible because, because the time is short. Brent, you rock. Keep at it. I will do whatever I can in my power to make sure people know that you've got this movie out there. So thank you so much for all your hard work. Awesome. Thank you so much. Get ready for part two of the Counterculture Mom Show right after this short commercial break. Our bodies are under attack. Whether it's COVID, vaccines, the air we breathe in, food we eat, and even the water we drink, our bodies are under constant pressure fighting inflammation, oxidative stress, and an imbalanced immune system. But there is a solution. C60 Complete. C60 Complete contains a Nobel Prize winning wonder molecule called C60, along with ingredients that have over 28,000 positive effects published in research. Do what Tina and thousands have already done to fight back. Go to her store at counterculturemom.com to get your goods and obtain your Tina 5 promo code. 